0: Well, welcome to episode ninety of my podcast, and my name is Crystal Sparks. If you're here and new to my channel, hey, welcome! I'm so glad that you are here. My podcast has one purpose, and that's to help grow your faith and to equip you to accomplish your dreams and your goals. Can you believe it's almost Christmas? Can you believe it? Like, what is this life? Um, If you're like me, you still have a really long list of things to do and people to buy for, and such is life. Here we are. This is. This is where we're at, people. Um, Well, hey, I've been reading through in Luke, and I love, in fact, I'll just tell you that, just a fun note that if you start in Luke chapter one and you read one chapter every day, um, by Christmas, you will have read through from December 1st to Christmas day, you'll have read through the entire book of Luke and that'll span you through from Christ's birth all the way to his death, burial, and resurrection. And so it's been incredible reading it. But Luke chapter one just had a whole different meaning to me this year. And uh, I'm gonna start in verse seven. It says that, it's this is talking about Zechariah and Elizabeth. And it says that they had no child for Elizabeth was barren and both far advanced in years. Now while on duty serving as priest before God in the order of his division, as was the custom of the priesthood, it fell on him by lot to enter the sanctuary of the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And all the throng of people were praying outside in the court at the hour of incense burning. And there appeared to him an angel of the Lord standing at the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled and fear took possession of him. But the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zachariah, because the Lord has heard your prayer. You know, I, I want to tell you that whenever we read this, sometimes we can just get to a place with God that we are reading scripture that we've heard before, especially scriptures that are associated with Christmas, because I feel like they're read a lot during this time of year. But I want to just show you some things maybe that you haven't seen or just maybe they're things that you've seen before, but just remind you of them. And the first thing is, I wanna tell you that there has been 400 years of silence. There is a time, there's a period from the last book of the Bible being written until this moment that God has been completely silent for 400 years. There's no written record of God saying anything to his people. Everybody had been anxiously awaiting the arrival of the Messiah. And now here we see a man, Zechariah, who goes into the temple for the altar of incense, for burning the altar of incense. And God shows up to him. And and the angel of the Lord breaks the silence with the first sentence that we hear from God the Father in over 400 years, and it's, God has heard your prayer. That has just been resounding in my spirit the last few weeks. And I think about just the beauty of how God chose to speak. God's been silent for 400 years. It seems like it's been so long and he shows up not to speak condemnation, not to show up and speak judgment, not to show up and and talk about all the ways that the people were failing him, but he shows up to say, the Lord has heard your prayer. And the beauty of this is that God shows up to a man who has been praying and believing for a child and yet had been barren. The Bible tells us in verse six that they were faithful to all that God had commanded them to do. They lived holy, upright lives. Here this man is a pastor, if you will, a priest in the priesthood. And here he is. And God hadn't granted him his request. Now, no doubt that he had been the one to pray for other people. He had been the one uh, dedicating other people's children in the temple courts. He had been the one watching other families grow and he himself had never had a child. And it would say by some uh, people, as you read through commentaries that Elizabeth was 88 years old when she got pregnant. Now, I don't know about you guys, but when the Bible says that they were well advanced in years, like I'm thinking not only were they well advanced in years, like they had a foot, one foot in the grave, right? I mean, she definitely wasn't the age where she should be looking at maternity clothes. Like this is insane. And God shows up to say, I have heard your prayers. And he shows up in a time in his life that it almost seems like, like it's too late, like his time has passed, like there's no way this could ever happen. And God shows up and says, hey, even though it doesn't happen on your timeline, like it's happening nonetheless. And and I think about this because whenever you read through the book of Revelation, I love that John is letting us know as he's seeing into heaven that there's a bowl that has all of our prayers and God keeps every prayer that we've ever prayed. Even when we forget about them, even when we have put them on a shelf, even when we've walked away, God has never quit on us, like on that prayer that we've prayed. He remembers it. And I think if there's one thing that God would want us to know today to break the silence in our life is that God has heard your prayers You know, maybe you're in a season where it seems like God's been really quiet. Maybe you're not in 400 years of silence, but maybe it's been 400 days of silence. And I want to encourage you that when you're in that silent space, I think the thing that God would want you to know is that He hears you even when it seems like He's silent. He hears you even when it seems like nothing's working. He hears you even when it seems like nothing is changing on december twenty fourth nineteen o six history was made up until that point, there was a method of communication It was called morse code and Morse code was a series of sounds that they would send out to transmit different messages and um, This was used a lot by ships out in the sea and For the first time on december twenty fourth nineteen o six, a voice came across the airways. And uh, they figured out how to transmit somebody's voice and not just sounds over the airways. And the first thing that was read was Luke chapter 1. This Christmas story that I'm talking about right now, the whole chapter, Luke chapter 1, was read in its totality over the airways. I think that's so beautiful because it's a new form of communication happening And they use Christ's birth as the way of telling it, the way of breaking that silence. And I think for our own lives, you know, I love that Christ's birth, him coming on scene, the first thing that he wanted his people to know is that I hear your prayers. I I am a God who hears your prayers. I love how beautifully it's said in Hebrews that he is the advocate for us ever before the fathers interceding on our behalf. You know, I love that the God who is the one interceding for us and uh, for all time was the one who, to make his appearance, was first letting John's dad know, I've heard your prayers. I think this is so great because as we're reading this, it says that the lot fell to him. You know, whenever you read that portion of scripture that the lot fell to him, and we see that in verse 9, in Luke chapter 1 verse 9, we can almost skip over that. Oh, the lot fell to him and not getting the full impact of what that means. The lot falling to a priest during that time would only happen once in their lifetime once in their lifetime with a lot fall to them where they were able to go into to the altar of incense i want you to think about this that the sovereignty of god assured that he was going to be at the right place at the right time there was nothing that he could have done to make that lot fall to him there was no way that he could have manipulated the situation or done the right things in fact up until this point he had never been into the holy of holies at the altar of incense it was said that it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity so Not even all the priests who were in the priesthood would get this opportunity in their entire lifetime. So this was a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. It was God's sovereignty that he knew the exact moment that he needed Zechariah to be in his presence, to be able to let him know that he was going to have a child. And that child was going to be John the Baptist, who was going to be the forerunner for Christ. Now, keeping in mind that Elizabeth was 88 years old, if Zechariah. was, would have had a child on his timeline, then it would have come too early because Mary, most theologians would say, was only between 15 to 19 years old at the birth of the Messiah. So when you think about that, uh, when she was feeling, when Elizabeth and Zechariah were ready, God's situation wasn't ready yet. And and I think about this, that Zachariah all of his life was trying to get something, you know, even that the Bible was noting that he was a just and an upright man. And I'm sure there was times and seasons in his life that he was wondering if it was his mistakes or his failures or he needed to do more. If we'll be honest, how many times do we think about that even as ourselves? But I love this so much because The Bible says the lot fell to him, and he entered in at the right time, at the right place, and God had the message that would change his life. You know, in our lives, I think that we strive so much to try to be at the right place at the right time. I was talking to a girl one day and she was talking about how she gets worried that sometimes what if she doesn't go to the coffee shop and her husband's there waiting for her? What if she doesn't go to a party and that's the party she was supposed to go to? Because at that party, she was going to meet her husband. And I told her, I was like, you know, I think the God things in your life that you just can't mess up, like the God things of our life that God has prepared for us, we just kind of stumble across. You know, I love in the book of Ruth, it says that she happened upon a field that was Boaz's. You know, Boaz's field was going to change Ruth's life forever. But Ruth didn't have Google's Maps. Ruth didn't have uh, ways. She didn't have this like set out path of how to do it and what time to get there or the the worker's schedule to make sure that she was in the field to be discovered. No, she didn't have any of that. She just had the leading of God. And I'll say in our own lives, we have to trust God that he's, he is divinely orchestrating our steps that he's bringing the right people into our life and also might i just say bringing the wrong people out of our life that it's a both and scenario here zechariah is and everybody else thinks that it was by chance but to god it was his sovereignty it was his plan being played out to have a forerunner for christ the next thing i want to tell you is that we never get to a place where we don't have questions. Here Zechariah is. He is a man of faith. He has been in the priesthood nearly all of his life. Some would say at 13, he uh, was able to memorize the whole Torah. And then he began to shadow a rabbi. And then from that point, he would begin to be uh, raised up in this. And so I want you to think about that all of his life, he has been in the word. He's been taught the word. Now he's an older age. And yet when the angel shows up, he has questions. And, and I think in our life, we we are striving for this place where we'll follow God and never have any doubts. Like we're, 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 we'll have this big dream in our heart and we don't question ourselves or question God. And here Zachariah is, and he's been doing this for a long time. And in fact, his position, some people would say, gosh, he's a priest. Like he's doing all these big things for God. And yet he still had inner turmoil. He still had questions. And I will say that in our lives, We're never going to get to a place where we follow God and don't have questions. We're always going to have things because logic is natural in our human state. Logic is natural. But here's the thing it's who gets the final say? Does logic get the final say or does faith? And, And I believe that as long as we have questions, that's not what's going to hold us back or hinder us. It's when the questions have the final say. It's if we don't have answers to every question that we're not able to step out. See, every person that God showed up to in this whole Luke chapter 1, whether it was Mary or um, Zechariah or Elizabeth, all of them had questions, but all of them asked it out of a different place. Zachariah had it out of a place of fear, out of a place of worry. I can't tell you how many times I've been the same way with God. God will show up and speak things that do not make sense in my own natural mind, and yet I'll know that I know it's exactly what God's calling me to do. And so today, as we are getting ready for Christmas and if I could encourage you in one thing as you prepare this Christmas season I want to tell you that the Lord has heard your prayer and and I hope that reverberates in your soul that God has heard your prayer that he has not forgotten you you are not lost off his plan that you aren't too far in years and it hasn't been too long it's not too late Like, God has heard your prayers. Don't give up in doing what God's called you to do. Because if Zechariah would have quit the priesthood because of disappointment of God not answering his prayers, he wouldn't have been in there when God wanted to show up for him. See, if Zechariah would have quit on year 86 or year 85, he would have missed out on this God moment. I want to encourage you, just keep being faithful to whatever's in your hand, and eventually, God's going to begin to make it all work together for your good. And I can assure you that no matter where you are and what it is that you need, that God has heard your prayer. So, hey, I hope you have a very Merry Christmas from my family to yours. I'm sending you all the love. I hope that you have this Christmas season just surrounded by people that you love and making memories and having sweet moments. And I hope that through this time that you don't get so busy doing everything that you forget about the one person that's truly all about, and that's Jesus. I hope that this holiday season is special. And I want you to know that God has heard your prayers.